Hello friends, Brian Gailey, Klamath Falls News. Welcome to Ask Klamath, presented by Pacific Crest Federal Credit Union. Joining us in the studio today is Ron Moe. Ron is the Executive Director of REACH. And we're gonna be talking about a lot of things involving REACH, what they are, what they do, why they do what they do. But we're gonna be taking your questions live right here on Ask Klamath. But before we do that, Samantha, roll that intro. Hello, everybody. Brian Gailey here. Ask Klamath. This is episode number three, season five. It's our 43rd episode. Uh, we're airing live today, September 11th, 2019. And I'm very happy to have Ron Moe, the executive director of Reach here on in studio, answering your questions here, here today. Uh, Ron, thanks for being here. Thanks. It's a pleasure. All right. So we actually uh, we'll go over your background a little bit. You gave me a bio. It was like this long. So I had to summarize. No, I'm kidding. It's actually really cool stuff. Uh, born and raised in Lakeview. Uh, Ron is a graduate of Lakeview High School, attended college at Treasure Valley Community College, later moved to Klamath Falls and pursued a career in sales and marketing. Uh, many of you may know him by uh, the auto industry. If you if you bought a car in the in the 90s and 2000s, you probably might have bought it from this guy right here. Um, he has served on with many service organizations and boards, including the fair board during the event center uh, process when they were raising funds and doing that whole process and building that. He was involved with the, the fair board then. Uh, he came to REACH in August of 2012, is that correct? Yes. Uh, you've had several roles within the company, but most recently the job of executive director, uh, December 2016, right? That's correct. So what did I miss in there? There's gotta be something in there we missed. Well, we could go back a long time and put a lot of things in there, Brian, but uh, it's just fun to be here. Uh, it's it's an honor to be part of REACH. Uh, it's, a, it's a great organization, and, and uh, that's what we're here to talk about today, and and uh, I don't like to talk about me that much, but uh, it's uh, it's fun, the road that I took to get there. You know, I started at REACH as a part-time truck driver and uh, was asked to uh, look into some governmental changes in the, the way we do business with people with developmental disabilities and then and then it kind of moved up from there and so today uh, uh, I'm the executive director awesome well congratulations on, on the role been there a little while now uh, if you guys have some questions now's a great time to get those in you can get those in the comments below we're gonna be taking your questions for Ron a little later in the show uh, but before we do that a couple questions before our first commercial break for the people who aren't familiar and maybe just think it's reach is the building at the end of Maywood behind Staples what is reach Okay, so uh, REACH was established initially in 1968 uh, by a lady named Zelda Langdale to provide services to people with developmental disabilities. And back in those days, they were just starting to let people out of the institutions in Oregon. It was Fairview Institute in Salem. And Zelda started programs for people uh, so that they could uh, be provided some self-worth and to help uh, integrate them into the community mm -hmm. and make them part of the Klamath Falls uh, community. Lots of support back in those days from business people. Uh, I, I couldn't name them all, but the Wentz and the Ballsiggers and uh, uh, Ross Ragland, uh, Ella Redke, uh, those people all served uh, on the board and as uh, as uh, advisors and so forth to the company. So it's a it's been a it's been a, a long process. Uh, today we're that uh, that building behind Staples. Uh, it's a 108,000 square foot manufacturing facility uh, where we build secondary woodmill products, uh, a lot, largely for Gelwin, Columbia Forest products, Collins products. And that's how we fund our services to people with developmental disabilities today. So, okay. So what are some of the things that you guys do over there? That's a big building to do a lot of different things. What are some of the things you guys do? So REACH really has five divisions. We, uh, we, provide services to people with developmental disabilities, uh, mostly employment services. Mm -hmm. We also provide what's called day services or uh, activities in daily living. And we provide services to other people who need uh, help with jobs, uh, providing job searches for them and job development. Uh, and then we have our industrial businesses. So we 
we provide uh, we have mostly most of what we do in that mill is build pallets mm -hmm. and so we build custom sized pallets for Gelwin largely and and other companies uh, so that they can ship their products we also uh, have what we call an upcycle uh, process so we take pieces from old uh, pallets and just old wood that we find somewhere and we make other things out of them benches and clocks and tables and all those all of those sorts of things and we sell them at the uh, location that we have in the Fred Meyer Center mm -hmm. so in the front of the Fred Meyer Center uh, we have a retail outlet where we sell our upcycle products along with our art products uh, we partner with uh, 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 and I, now I can't think of the name of the company but we partner with an art studio here uh, uh, on Main Street or wild uh, pigments just wild a, pigments just, just down away. the road yeah you're absolutely right i apologize for that <laughs> for forgetting that uh really a great partnership with them and they uh, allow our people to come in and and uh do art things and and we we market those as well mm -hmm. so and, and then in addition to that our most recent uh project is a recycle uh facility where we actually sort recycling and market it uh to make sure that klamath falls recycled products are getting recycled rather than landfill so and we're actually going to be talking a lot about the recycling process and products and things that you're doing there what you can and can't take a little bit later in the show um but you, you mentioned that you reach is, is known for hiring people with intellectual and developmental disabilities are are what do those people do for your workforce are, are they the ones actually building the pallets uh some of them do uh so there's a lot of been a lot of changes over the years, and, and I'll, I'll go through it just a little bit with you. Initially, when, when we built that wood mill, uh, it was what they call a sheltered workshop. And so people with developmental disabilities uh, worked in there, uh, basically away from the general population, so that they had a safe place to go where they could uh, work. And then they were paid under a 14C subminimum wage certificate, uh, and they were paid uh, on a calculation of what their productivity was as compared to uh, one of our other employees. So today we don't do it that way. Mm -hmm. So today we integrate our people into the community. Uh, we provide uh, mostly employment training programs along with what we call small group employment where we take them out as groups uh, with the job coach and they do uh, landscaping or cleaning or other processes uh, that, that we can get done. And, and all of our people with developmental disabilities get paid at minimum wage now. So the sub-minimum wage certificate has been eliminated at REACH. And uh, so that's what we do. So largely the jobs inside the manufacturing facility have been uh, given to people who just need jobs, people from the mission or people from uh, work source programs or from TANF programs, grant and mm -hmm. TANF opportunities uh, where we initiate their training and then we hire a lot of them just to do the work that we need to be, that needs to be done. Okay. Um, so we're actually going to be taking our first commercial break here in just a couple moments, but before we do, I want to remind you, we are going to be taking your questions live right here on Ask Klamath. If you've got a question for Ron, now is a great time to get those in. When we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit more about what REACH does and, and uh, how you can help them as well. We'll be right back in just two minutes. Threads. There are many threads that run through our region. There are churches and schools and little league teams that bring us together and bind us into communities. There are roads and cars, there are houses and jobs and businesses, all woven together to make the fabric of our communities. There are financial threads that are part of that tapestry as well. For over 80 years, it's been our pleasure to be headquartered here, providing financial services to generations of our friends and neighbors. From that first savings account, the retirement planning, and all of the cars and houses and groceries in between, we keep your money local, investing it back into our communities, adding more threads to the fabric to make our community stronger. Pacific Crest Federal Credit Union. Find your path. have your car taken to the shop of your choice. So my friend had her car taken to Excel Auto Body because she heard about their reputation for excellent work. They even gave her a written warranty that's good for as long as she owns that car. So Excel Auto Body is a very smart choice. Hi, I'm Rorick, owner of Excel Auto Body. No matter if the damage is minor or major, you'll want to choose us now. So if you are ever in an accident, you'll be ready. And remember, it's your choice what body shop you go to. Choose Excel Auto Body. It's your car, our reputation. 
see this. We didn't see that. Oh. Go on through to the other side. Hello friends, Brian Gailey, Clown Falls News. Welcome back to Ask Klamath. It's uh, season five, episode number three. We're joined here today by Ron Moe, the executive director of Reach over there. It's that building behind Staples that we all know. We're actually gonna talk a bit more about what Reach is all about in, uh, in, in more detail here in just a moment. But before we do, a uh, quick shout out to a couple of sponsors that we have here, actually right there on the screen, Coastal Farm and Ranch. You see their logo there. Uh, Special thanks to them. We couldn't bring this show to you without without a few of our sponsors and, and our presenter, Pacific Crest Federal Credit Union. But this segment brought to you by Coastal Farm and Ranch, serving you in the Pacific Northwest at 17 locations, including Klamath Falls at 1776 Avalon Street. We're just what the country needs, Coastal Farm and Ranch. Uh, Ron, so a couple more questions for you. We uh, talked a bit about your background, how Reach got started, and things like that. Um, you know, you, one of the things you mentioned is you guys have a store where you're selling some products, you know, tables and clocks and things like that. Um, over there in the Fred Meyer Center, it's the old Washington Federal Building. And if you've been here a long time, it's the old Schlotsky's Building, way, way back when. Um, you guys have some really cool things in there for sale. And actually, if you look behind Ron over there on the wall, there's a green organ with some signatures on it. That actually came from uh, Reach as well. So can you tell us a little bit, about, little bit more about what you guys are doing there and what you have? So that the original idea over there was so that we could provide an atmosphere where our people could learn customer service. So people with developmental disabilities uh, need to be able to work with the general public just like the rest of us. Uh, and so we we purchased that building and we uh, we needed a product. Mm -hmm. And so we had at times uh, built things out of the old pallets and, and it's, a, it's a pretty popular uh, thing nowadays, uh, reconstructed things out of, of old things or, or uh, throwaway things. So it's upcycle products that we build. Uh, we have our own little wood woodworking shop down in the Fastenal building behind Fastenal, and we uh, we build those things. Uh, we have three people who do that. Uh, they do it uh, part time, all of them. Uh, most of them retired, and they they just love to do it. And it gives our people a product to sell so that they can learn to interact with the general public. Uh, there's cool things over there like tables. Uh, we built some custom tables. We built uh, tables for uh, businesses, conference room tables, and and uh, we've built barn doors uh, for people's houses, and we've built uh, just all sorts of fun little things, mm -hmm. headboards and, and just kind of anything you want. Uh, we have some of them uh, around town. I'm sure you've seen some of them around, and, and uh, we do a lot of uh, donating them to uh, other charities or, or nonprofits when they do their their uh, annual uh, events uh, and and so they they do silent auctions uh, with them and those kinds of things it's a fun thing it's a it's a thing that they can all get uh, behind and and uh, the cost to build them is is not nothing but it's nominal and it's it's all about the creativity and so forth and then it gives us a product that that people really kind of get behind a little bit and they can uh, come in and, and our people with developmental disabilities can talk to them, sell them the product, explain the product to them, and it's it's kind of a fun little atmosphere over there. So when somebody comes in and they buy something like the organ there behind you on the wall or a table or a headboard or anything like that, where does that money go? So it goes back into funding our programs. So the uh, the money that we make at that helps to fund the programs. We, we get the programs that we provide get reimbursements from the Department of Human Services through the Oregon Department of Developmental Disability Services and through Klamath County ODDS. Uh, we, uh, but it's not enough to pay for the program, mm -hmm. right? So the services that we provide cost us about 26 cents on the dollar of our reimbursement. So we have to get that money from somewhere. And so REACH was set up years ago to, to be as self-sustaining as possible. So we have business ventures that we do uh, that help pay for that 26 cents on the dollar that helps us to provide money uh, to do the mission that we're here to provide. So are you guys out, besides those pieces that you were talking about, the funding sources, are you also seeking grants and things like that too? We do. Uh, we're, we're a lucky organization. I won't say lucky, but well-planned and well-organized back in the day uh, because 97% anywhere from 92 to 97 percent of our funding uh, comes from within the company from our 
projects that we do selling pallets and, and all of those companies that we operate. Uh, and only about uh, five to eight percent of our annual income comes from grants and donations. So a lot of nonprofits, uh, we went to a nonprofit summit over in Ashland this year, and most of those nonprofits are anywhere from 70 to 100% of their annual revenue comes from grants and donations. So we do get grants. Uh, the, the biggest thing that we've gotten or the biggest thing that we uh, took part in was a federal new markets tax credit program. And that in itself is, a, is probably an hour show. But we were able to upgrade our property and our building. We were able to put in some new fences and new lighting and new equipment and all of those kinds of things with a federal new markets tax credit. It's not a grant. It's available to any business in a distressed rural area. And uh, it, it took a lot of uh, doing and a lot of time to put it together, but it was really a, a great project and it's available to any company uh, who serves uh, people in a distressed rural area. So that's one of the things that we took advantage of along with uh, grants and donations from the general public. Uh, but luckily we have businesses that pay for most of our mission. That's really good that, that you guys will be able to be self-sustaining and, and things like that. Geldwin is a big partner, as you said, you're building pallets for them. So I'm sure that's a big piece of that. Um, so to go along with some of the stuff that you guys have for sale at the, at the store, there's also some uh, like art pieces displayed throughout town. Uh, I know Daily Bagel across the street here has some stuff. Um, what's the story behind all those and how can people get some? Sure. You know, initially, uh, it, 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 it was uh, brought to me by the, the local director of the Department of Developmental Disability Services from Klamath County. And she said, hey, Ron, we want you to have an art program because there's a company in Medford that does art with their people with developmental disabilities. And so we were able to partner uh, uh, with a local organization and provide that service so that our people would have the chance to, to see if they're artists. Mm -hmm. And it, it's really been a cool deal. Uh, the public's really gotten behind it, and they, uh, some of our artists have real following. Uh, most of the art is impressionist, but some of it is really cool. You know, there's really a lot of neat things going on there, and, and uh, we, uh, we have it displayed at uh, the government center here in town at the Chamber of Commerce. We even have a piece uh, displayed at the, at the Raglan Theater this month for the next couple of months. Uh, it's part of a feature that they're doing uh, on art, and uh, that artist gets to display a, a piece of their art there. Uh, for a while and, and uh, it gets them the opportunity to see what they can do in, in different things and so we sell them for them uh, the best we can mm -hmm. and we uh, they get provided uh, half of the revenue that comes out of that so half of that revenue goes to reach to pay for the program and the other half goes to the artist and and it's really a fulfilling moment when they get that check you know it's really kind of cool and some of them don't even cash the check you know they just got the check and they go hey look i'm an artist and i got this check for I got being paid. an artist right i got paid <laughs> yeah, that's really neat i got paid for doing my art that is really cool and and there's some really neat stuff out there i've seen um very as you put it abstract very impressionist type pieces and others they're not right they're they may be something very specific and you can pick that out but a lot of times it's very abstract and if you're into the abstract kind of world and art definitely got to check that out so where was some of those places again you had okay so uh i, I brought a list and okay. uh, so i wouldn't forget and i'll, I'll get it for you so there's uh, at the government center downtown uh uh at the uh chamber of commerce umpqua bank on south 6th street has some along with some of our upcycle products uh the daily bagel they've been a big supporter uh mc's on main uh, and then the piece at the Raglan Theater, and then at, at both of the Reach locations uh, in our corporate offices uh, on South Six, or excuse me, on Maywood Drive, and then on uh, in our Washburn location at Fred Meyer. Awesome, so. very good. Um, so going back and talking to talking to you a bit about Reach and what you guys do. If there's somebody out there that's watching right now, maybe they're a caregiver for somebody that's a, a developmentally disabled, or or maybe there's somebody out there themselves is watching and they're not already involved with you guys. How could somebody get involved? So m most of our people come to us uh, through the Department of Developmental Disability Services, and they have eligibility through those services, and uh, they, we are reimbursed to provide services to them. So they all have case managers or what they call uh, service coordinators at the county or a PA or, or personal agent at SORB or Southern Oregon Regional Brokerage. And those that's where they need to start at. Uh, they can come by and see us and we can uh, direct them on how to get started on that. And they can 
uh, be part of our service. We do at times take people just off the street mm -hmm. and hire them directly. Uh, we, uh, we have 75 people that work for us that are hired directly off the street, some of them with disabilities, some of them without. And we have about 140 people in our programs. And we have uh, room for more. We we're always, it's always a, a challenge to fund having more people. You know, how are you, how you going to have more staff? How are you going to have more people? Right. Uh, growth is an interesting thing. But funding it is always uh, uh, a situation. But we always have room for somebody that, that really wants to be a part of a program or to be part of something and, and have something that makes them part of our community. How awesome is that? Always, always, always willing and open and ready for for new if that's if, if that comes around. Uh, so, guys, we're actually going to be taking a commercial break here. Great time for you to get some questions in. If you have a question for Ron, go ahead and get those in the comments below. We'll be right back with Ron Moe, the executive director of Reach, with more about that recycling program. We'll be right back. Threads. There are many threads that run through our region. There are churches and schools and little league teams that bring us together and bind us into communities. There are roads and cars, there are houses and jobs and businesses, all woven together to make the fabric of our communities. There are financial threads that are part of that tapestry as well. For over 80 years, it's been our pleasure to be headquartered here, providing financial services to generations of our friends and neighbors. From that first savings account, the retirement planning, and all of the cars and houses and groceries in between, we keep your money local, investing it back into our communities, adding more threads to the fabric to make our community stronger. Pacific Crest Federal Credit Union. Find your path. have your car taken to the shop of your choice. So my friend had her car taken to Excel Auto Body because she heard about their reputation for excellent work. They even gave her a written warranty that's good for as long as she owns that car. So Excel Auto Body is a very smart choice. Hi, I'm Rorick, owner of Excel Auto Body. No matter if the damage is minor or major, you'll want to choose us now. So if you are ever in an accident, you'll be ready. And remember, it's your choice what body shop you go to. Choose Excel Auto Body. It's your car, our reputation. Go on through to the other side. Hello friends, Brian Gailey, Clown Falls News. Welcome back to Ask Climate. This is our third episode of season number five. We're joined here today by Ron Moe, the executive director of REACH. Uh, we've been talking a lot, a lot of different things, the organization, his background, uh, what you guys do over there and things like that. And, and in, in this section, we're actually going to be talking a lot about the new recycling programs that REACH is involved in, partnering with waste management and some stuff there. But before we get to that, you see the logo in the corner? The uh, Klamath County Fairgrounds is a sponsor of this show. We couldn't do it without them. We thank them for sponsoring this segment. They actually want you to know that there's some things happening this fall uh, that you probably should be aware of happening right now. You've noticed all the RVs out front. The RV Palooza is back in town. They're gonna be there through the 15th of the month. Uh, next weekend, Benefit for the Basin takes over the fairgrounds. They're gonna be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, for all that, there's a, a big fundraising thing there that they do, the car show, the car giveaway, you know, the tickets, if you if you bought tickets, the giveaway for that, uh, all gonna be happening as well. Uh, the Jefferson State Winter Series Rodeo, gonna be back in October, uh, fourth through the sixth, they're gonna be taking over the event center for that. And the big one to market calendars, the 26th of October is the fall auction. There's gonna be a lot of cool stuff. I hear there's gonna be a lot of John Deere at this year's auction. So a little secret there. Uh, if you would like to see what else is happening at the fairgrounds, head over to kcfairgrounds.org and there you can see what's going on and what they can do for you. So Ron, let's talk a little bit about this uh, this uh, recycling program. You guys bought this, uh, brought in this big machine for sorting recycling. I got a, a tour of that not too long ago. Um, first of all, why? why? Why recycling? Well, REACH is about, in our industrial uh, operations were about sustainability. You know, everything we do uh, has a sustainability effort involved with it, and and it has a, a, a you know that's just part of what we do. Mm -hmm. So 
when we found the opportunity, well, let me go back to that first. In, in 2006, REACH started recycling kind of as uh, a help to our industrial trading partners. Uh, they all are, uh, they have DEQ sustainability plans that they uh, uh, submit to DEQ and then they get approval. And, and they needed a place to go with their recycling efforts and, and nobody was really doing it for them. So in, in uh, response to their uh, outcry, so to speak, uh, we started doing some recycling for Gelwin, for Columbia Forest products, for Collins products, uh, and, and others. Uh, and, and that's where we started. And we, we uh, got into some equipment. Well, we had the opportunity. So if you guys will remember uh, here uh, two years ago, coming up on two years, uh, waste management uh, was caught in a bad spot where uh, they're required by their contract to provide recycle services and it got it was getting so expensive because of the the nature of the market right now and that was on the front page of the newspaper it was in all the media mm -hmm. you know you did a piece on it and and uh, so they they needed to go to the commissioner's office or to the you know the board of commissioners to get an approval for a rate increase and we saw that as an opportunity to uh, make an offer to diversify some of our recycle efforts. So the problem with recycling is there's too much waste in it, things that are not recyclable. And what kills a recycling program, particularly in Klamath Falls, because we're so far away from the markets, is people putting things in there that are not recyclable or not marketable from this range. And, and uh, so we made a, uh, we came up with a proposal for the county uh, that if they would help us uh, fund it, we could purchase a sorting facility so that it would sort it down to its single items or what they call single streaming the product. And so when we send it off to the market, uh, it's an item that we know someone's going to use. And so that's that's where we that's where we started. Uh, we found uh, we got bids on a brand new machine, uh, six hundred thousand uh, dollars. It was a little out of our, our realm, you right. know. Uh, and they were it was too big and it was awkward uh, so one of our trading partners uh, that we sell recycle to said hey there's one of these facilities a sorting facility sitting in a building in roseburg was purchased by a company that does similar things to what we do and they're not using it mm -hmm. and so i called them and they said uh, we'll sell it to you for scrap but you got to come and get it take it out re-engineer it put it back in your facility and we, we were able to do that for $196,000 rather than 600000 So we made a proposal to the county, uh, which they accepted. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the Klamath County helped us fund the project. And we uh, believe that we can operate it for two years, no matter what the market condition is, and see if we can make a difference in local recycling. So that's what we're up to. We want to take those products and see to it that when they leave Klamath Falls, they're going directly to somewhere that they're going to recycle them. Right. And so kind of the backstory going back to that waste management was in a spot to where they were losing, uh, what was it? everything's being shipped to China for recycling, I believe, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. And and that was, they weren't accepting anymore because the U.S. was sending too much trash. And, and that's kind of the backstory on that. That's a whole episode by itself. But what you guys found was a way that you could keep recycling in the Klamath Basin, um, in, in doing a lot of that here. So, and I think we got a couple of photos of the, of the machine that you guys have. Uh, see if we can get those up on screen. Um, that's an early on photo before you guys had a lot of your dividers put into place. Uh, but each one of those sections is, is where the stuff gets separated, right? So uh, if you could walk us through what we're seeing here, Ron. So he's loading that into the, uh, to the conveyor and it'll go up and, and go across a conveyor belt. We have seven people up there. So it provided seven new jobs uh, to people in Klamath County and they're pulling out different items. Uh, they're separating it to uh, single stream it, you know, things, things that we're looking for, we let them know what we're looking for and they, and they drop it in there and then uh, it gets separated that way. So it's, a, it's an interesting uh, situation. I mean, nobody wants uh, waste management bringing a bunch of garbage and dropping it in their building. Uh, but you know, you, once you get past that concept, uh, it's really a great idea. Uh, it allows us to be certain that whatever uh, we get into our facility uh, that we give it every opportunity to be recycled a and uh, there's a lot of stuff coming out of the basin so what was going on was uh, so waste management was doing their part and they were shipping the 
they're recycled to a place in, in uh, Portland, a MRF, a sorting facility in Portland, and because there was no real market for that stuff mixed like that, and it, there was too much of it for that companies to sort, uh, they were getting dispensation from DEQ to dump a lot of it in a landfill anyway. So a lot of the stuff that we thought we were recycling there for uh, six, eight, ten months or a year uh, was really going from here to Portland, sitting there, and then going into a landfill anyway. And and that's not what we want for recycling. Right. You know, a company like Reach, we, we can't be the answer uh, to all of Klamath County's recycling. But what we decided was we want to make a difference as much as we can in as much as we can do uh, and and do our part. Mm-hmm. So the 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 thing about recycling is that's where everybody needs to be, right? They need to do, uh, it, it needs to be a community effort. It need, not only does REACH need to do their part, but people need to uh, be at a grassroots level and do their part of the recycling as well. And there's a, there's a lot of things that they can do uh, on a grassroots level uh, to, to see that recycling efforts are successful. Right, and that's and that's what you know. We really need the help of the public to do that. Uh, for us to be successful, uh, everyone has to come to the table just a little bit, and and it, it really starts at the grassroots level with the retailer. So if you know that something's not recyclable, but you're buying it packaged that way anyway, that's not a great decision on your part nor is it a great decision on the part of the person that manufactured it. So that's where the grassroots really needs to go. There needs to be pressure put on uh, companies who put things in non-recyclable containers. And and it, in Klamath Falls, non-recyclable container might mean something different than it means in the Portland area or in the San Francisco area because there may be a retailer in San Francisco that can take certain things and make them into something. But by the time we ship it there, it's costing us more money than we can afford to do that. Or we may be collecting too small of amounts of it, and it may take us four years to get a truckload of that stuff so we can ship it out. So those are the challenges of uh, recycling. It's what we're running into. But we're, uh, we're getting a lot of support from uh, groups in Klamath Falls. We met with Klamath Sustainable Committees uh, here a few days ago, and they toured our facility. They were very positive, a real uh, knowledgeable group about uh, recycling and and uh, we are going to along with their uh, with their help we're going to form a, a, an advisory committee for reach recycling and we are going to uh, uh, form a public education group that they're going to help us with nice. uh, to communicate with the public what it is that can be marketed out of reach and out of Klamath Falls uh, at a successful rate to sustain the program until we can find markets other things well that's a great segue we actually have a graphic we're going to throw up on the screen here um taking a look at this you can actually see some of the things that reach can take and what they can't take uh right now you guys are getting uh recyclables in the black lidded trash cans right in a couple of neighborhoods through town as well as commercial uh recycling is that correct so what we're taking right what we're getting from waste management right now we we get uh uh about 20 percent of their residential recycling right now and we get 100% of their commercial recycling. Mm-hmm. So, and we're trying to build that number as we build our uh, capacity. Uh, we, we've got to get our operations to where we can we can do that. But the big things that we're looking for are uh, clean newspapers, clean dry newspapers, magazines, books, uh, cardboard, uh, anything that's paper, basically, and uh, clean and dry. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are important things. That is very important because just some food waste uh, grows mold and 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 water wet things can, you know, it, one 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 can can actually translate into one garbage truck full of stuff you can't do because it was wet or moldy or something right. Right. People don't understand the ramifications of what uh, some contamination can do to to a whole load, and it, and it can cause us to throw away a lot more items than really needs to be thrown away. If one person throws something into their recycle, it could contaminate the recycle from 10 other homes. And and uh, so that's the education program that we need to get out there. The items that we can market right now, the ones that we're really looking for, uh, are uh, cardboard or OCC, old corrugated cardboard, anything that's paper and it's clean and dry, and uh, several kinds of plastics, uh, the, the big plastics for us, we're not refusing plastics at all. 
although they're not very marketable out of Klamath Falls, but clear plastic bags, anything with very little writing on it, uh, plastic film, plastic bags, and clear milk jugs and those types of uh, jugs. Anything that's clear or translucent, they're not completely clear, but anything that you can see the milk through. Mm -hmm. uh, milk jugs that are colored, uh, white colored or brown colored for chocolate milk, uh, those are not very recyclable for us. So those are, those are some things, but those are where the big amounts of stuff come from, right? A lot of the other stuff is just uh, uh, here and there, right? So we don't take glass, but you can take your glass up to Klamath County solid waste, up to the, to the landfill, and they will accept it mm -hmm. as a recycle. They have a special dispensation from DEQ to grind that up and put it in road beds. Uh, not all places have that. Uh, but our, uh, Klamath, our people at Klamath County Solid Waste went to a lot of trouble uh, to be able to do that. And so that's something that they provide up there. We, uh, uh, we, we accept things at reach. You can bring this stuff. If you're in an area where they don't actually pick up your recycle, you can bring them to us and we'll accept them at the building there. We're trying to work on better ways for you to drop them off. Right now, you just kind of come to the corporate office and say, hey, I, I got this recycle and we'll help you drop it off. So what can the community do to help you guys do a better job at your recycling program, to uh, which will in turn help everybody? Right now, it's about not putting things in that can't be recycled. And, and mostly garbage items. People, uh, somewhere along the line, they think cat litter is recyclable, or they think uh, diapers are recyclable. They, uh, those things ruin a whole load, right? They could... Uh, ruin the, the product from 10 different houses if they put those in their recycle bin. Your recycle bin isn't an extra garbage can. Right. Uh, so you need to be diligent about what you put in there because you can screw up the whole program by putting things in there that don't belong in there. And that's the number one thing is uh, don't contaminate the stream. All right. Uh, Sam, can we put that graphic back up on the screen one more time so people can see what works and what doesn't? So taking a look again, clean, dry, newsprint, magazines, cardboard, clean, corrugated cardboard, clean plastic bottles, milk jugs, uh, metal beverage cans. I'm assuming those got to be rinsed out. No food. You know, if you got a, a can of green beans or chili, you're going to want that all cleaned out, right? You don't want any of that in there because that can contaminate. The stuff that they're, they're maybe recyclable in other markets, but not necessarily here is styrofoam and glass. The wax-coated food containers like your orange juice container. Anything that's got uh, contained food at one time, like a pizza box, uh, in household garbage, you're obviously not composting there. You know, with the household garbage, you can't take banana peels, for example, right? Right. So there's a couple of things that I want you to notice about this. If you look at those plastic bottles, they don't have labels on them, and they don't have lids on them. Mm -hmm. That's important, right? They're clean and they're dry. Okay. And the same with the tin cans. The tin cans are clean and dry. We also accept uh, uh, refundable cans and bottles. And we have a, a deal with the state so we can uh, get the bounty on those mm -hmm. so to help fund the program. right? So those refundable cans and bottles can be put right in with your recycle and then we sort them out. And that's very helpful in funding the program. Uh, it's a very good uh, stream of financial stream for us. And an another thing is uh, pizza boxes are something that we get a lot of. Right? So a clean pizza box is recyclable, but very few pizza boxes are clean. Right? Right. So if your pizza box is clean, uh, it's recyclable. If it's got grease in it, it's not recyclable. And the hard thing with that is, as that stuff goes down the line, it goes pretty quickly. And so it's hard to make a determination whether that's got grease in it or not. And they have to open the box and look at it. So tear that box in half, make sure it's clean and make sure it's not closed uh, when you put it in your recycle to make sure nobody has to turn it over or mess with it uh, as it goes down the line. It makes it difficult. So. Very, very good. Good things to know. Uh, thanks, Ron, for helping get that out there. And, and uh, we look forward to seeing what the education piece of what you guys are talking about is going to end up becoming. So uh, very cool stuff. I, I'm, I can't speak for everybody out there, but I am definitely happy that you guys are doing something to help with the recycling here in the basin rather than just letting it all go to a landfill. So I, I, I thank you for that. Thanks, Brian. And if anybody else else there doing it, put that in the comments below. Let Ron know that you appreciate what they are doing over there for us. Um, if you actually have any questions for Ron, now's a great time to get those in as well. We're actually gonna take our last commercial break and when we do, we're gonna see what Ron's got on his mind. We'll be back in just two minutes. Reds, 
There are many threads that run through our region. There are churches and schools and little league teams that bring us together and bind us into communities. There are roads and cars. There are houses and jobs and businesses, all woven together to make the fabric of our communities. There are financial threads that are part of that tapestry as well. For over 80 years, it's been our pleasure to be headquartered here, providing financial services to generations of our friends and neighbors. From that first savings account, the retirement planning, and all of the cars and houses and groceries in between, we keep your money local, investing it back into our communities, adding more threads to the fabric to make our communities stronger. Pacific Crest Federal Credit Union, find your path. have your car taken to the shop of your choice. So my friend had her car taken to Excel Auto Body because she heard about their reputation for excellent work. They even gave her a written warranty that's good for as long as she owns that car. So Excel Auto Body is a very smart choice. Hi, I'm Rourke, owner of Excel Auto Body. No matter if the damage is minor or major, you'll want to choose us now. So if you are ever in an accident, you'll be ready. And remember, it's your choice what body shop you go to. Choose Excel Auto Body. It's your car, our reputation. Go on through to the other side. Hello, friends. Brian Gailey, Clam Falls News. Welcome back to Ask Klamath. We're joined here today by Ron Moe. He's the executive director of REACH. We've talked about a lot of cool stuff involving what REACH is, what they do, the new recycling program, and a whole bunch of other things. Uh, in a moment, we're going to actually have him on the soapbox and see what it is that he'd like to talk about today. But before we do that, uh, this segment you can, is brought to you by Ace Towing. Ace Towing's been a great sponsor of Klamath Falls News. We appreciate everything they do. Um, and they want you to remember want you to remember that if you see emergency vehicles on the side of the road lights sirens uh it, even hazard lights when somebody broke down slow down move over give them some room uh let those guys uh, do what they do best uh, if that was you needing some help you wouldn't want anybody coming over and possibly hitting you on the side of the road as well so slow down move over they also help you with jump starts lockouts uh you know flat tires if, if you need a collision towing and more put this number in your phone 541-884-9388 you see it there on the screen uh put it in your phone because when you need it you need it 541-884-9388 thank you ace towing for being a part of what we do here uh so ron this section is what we call the soapbox it's an opportunity for our guests to talk about what's on their mind what is on your mind today well you know i i gave that some thought when i came over but uh, you know everything that we do at reach and that I, that i stand for personally is about community and about friends and people so what the programs that we do are to help support other people uh, i couldn't be prouder to be a part of it uh, and it's about uh, the people that you surround yourself with uh, and klamath falls is really a great place to be if you want to surround yourself with great people mm -hmm. uh, there's just so many here it's a community of really good people uh, doing the best they can for one another so when you're out there uh, remember that uh, other people uh, they they are part of the community as well so if we can be tolerant of one another it's really a great thing so i want to talk about uh, the programs that REACH has built over the years, uh, mostly the services that we do for people with developmental disabilities and how they were built uh, and how other companies build their companies as well. Uh, it's about people uh, working hard at what they do and, and uh, uh, getting uh, support from other people. So I, I said at the top of the company, uh, which is really interesting, uh, because I, I'm certainly not the most qualified person at the company. Uh, uh, but I have the opportunity uh, to surround myself with a really great team of people uh, who re do really good things. And so uh, today I want <clears throat> to kind of give a shout out to them. There's a, there's a couple of things that we do that are really difficult. 
Uh, when, when it comes to providing services to people with disabilities, any kind of disabilities, and developmental disabilities, uh, it can be tedious at times, and it can be really difficult. So you guys who work down in our day services area, uh, you know who you are. Uh, you know how hard it can be sometimes uh, with the tediousness of the day. Uh, and, but you go about providing some joy and some solace to people uh, who have not been dealt as good a hand as you in life. And you go on with it every single day and you work hard at it. Uh, thank you. I know how difficult it is. And, and those of you who work in our manufacturing facility, <clears throat> there's quite a few of you. Uh, you do so without the kind of compensation that you could quite possibly get somewhere else so that we can have good workers uh, providing uh, products uh, to other companies to help fund our organization. So thank you very much. And to our management staff, uh, we have uh, at least six or seven people who are probably more qualified than myself. Uh, thank you for being a part of it. Uh, thank you for working with me to help develop programs, and uh, thank you for being a part of our staff. Uh, I, I appreciate what you do, and I appreciate all the hard work that you put in for not as good a pay as you should get. So I appreciate all of the people that work at REACH, and, and I want you to know that today. So thank you very much. Awesome. So, you know, an organization is as good as its people right and management's one thing but the people you have the culture you build the uh the people within the business are what make a business right well think about it this way brian so i can come up with all these great ideas sit in the boardroom i got a really nice boardroom with really nice chairs and all of the amenities with tvs and all that kind of stuff i can come up with all these great ideas uh but i can't go do them right i gotta have people that are willing to go and do that and uh to get on board with programs for people uh, and to uh, execute them in a great in a great way and to, to represent us in a good way and to have uh, 75 people that represent us. And for me, I can tell you right now that I've, I've spoke with each and every one of those people. And if, uh, if someone has a better staff than I do, uh, I'd challenge them to come and show them to me. Right, 75 people that work for the same goal is such a difficult task. Very. And, and it has to be them that chooses that. And so they, they do choose that every day. Uh, we appreciate that they choose it, and they're able to get really great things done uh, each and every day. So it's really a great group. In, in today's workforce, it's kind of hard to find just a handful, right, that'll, that believe the same thing you do or, or whatnot, and you got 75. Uh, that's, that's pretty something. That's amazing. That's, that's really something. Uh, so taking a look here, we're actually going to take a look and see which questions we have, what came in. Uh, I see a few comments here. Question from Jessica Marie uh, Twerk. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your name incorrectly. Uh, but Jessica is asking Ron, uh, she wants to know, can we bring mattresses to the facility? Are you recycling mattresses? So we do in partnership with Climate Works. Uh, we do mattress recycling. And you can bring them directly to the facility. There is a charge to recycle mattresses. So we charge $7 for a mattress and eight dollars for a box springs it's really a good thing though uh, we take them apart and we see to it that as many pieces as possible get recycled and that they don't just fill up our landfills right so it there's a charge at the landfill too so hopefully uh, people will make the choice to recycle their mattresses and and not to dump them out uh, at, in the landfill or out in the woods somewhere which happens so is it just mattresses what about like furniture like sofas and stuff you know? we don't do any of that right now nothing like that so we just the mattresses and box springs. mattress and box springs that's okay. correct well i'm actually looking here and i'm actually we must have answered a lot of questions because i'm not seeing any other ones on there is there anything else you'd like to add today ron so we do have uh, just so you're aware uh, we do some pallet recycling uh, like if you got old pallets laying around uh we do a quite a bit of pallet recycling. It's part of our sustainability plan. We bought a machine from West Salem Manufacturing that actually grinds pallets, takes the nails and all the metal out of them, and we're able to sell that as recovered fiber oh, nice. uh, to somebody who can press it back into press board of some kind. Uh, so we can take those uh, in limited quantities. Uh, we have been taking a lot of them lately, <laughs> and, and we don't mind that. Uh, but we do like to clean up neighborhoods that way. If you've got a neighbor that's got four or five or six pallets, I'll let them know that they can bring them down and drop them off 
and we will recycle those pallets. All so right. that's something else that we do. So for people unfamiliar, other than knowing it's the building behind Staples, where do they find you? How can people learn more information? So we are we, we have a Facebook uh, page. Uh, you can you can uh, uh, connect with us on Facebook. We have a website, uh, uh, reachkfalls.com, or you can come down and see us at 2350 Maywood Drive. Uh, that's where our corporate offices are, where most of our facilities are, are uh, located, and and that's where we do most of the work that we do. All right, very good. Thank you, Ron. Uh, again, find them on Facebook. Go ahead and give them a search. Give them a like so you can follow what's going on as well. Uh, guys, I want to thank you so much for following along and, and ch checking out this episode of Ask Lamith presented by Pacific Crest Federal Credit Union. Ron, again, thank you very much for being here on the show. Uh, and again, I want to thank you guys for watching. It's it, we, couldn't, we wouldn't have a show if we didn't have you guys watching as well. Um, Ash Klamath is a production of Klamath Falls News. It's hosted by myself, Brian Gailey. Off camera over there doing the production is uh, Samantha. Thank you, Samantha. There she is. Uh, she's monitoring the audio, doing all the switching and everything like that. She's doing an excellent job over there. Uh, if you did not catch the entire broadcast, you caught us at the end or you bounced in and bounced out, that's okay because you can rewatch anytime as soon as Facebook's done doing their magic. And you can also rewatch any of our previous 43 episodes over at AskKlamath.com. We have it archived over there and soon to be uh, podcasting through one of your major podcasts as well. You can listen uh, to the audio version of this as well. Uh, if you've entertained you, if you've learned something, if, if you know you like what you did, you saw here, go ahead and give it a like, share, uh, leave a comment, letting us know. Uh, if you have any further questions for Ron as well, go ahead and leave those in the comments below. Or uh, what's a good way to reach you guys again? Was it reachclampfalls.com? Reachkfalls.com. Reachkfalls.com. Find them on Facebook. Uh, next week, we actually have a really cool guest joining us, Jason Hargrath. He's a PE teacher from Bonanza. Uh, he's also a local adventurer. He's going to come and talk to us about what he adventured this summer. This guy is something. He actually uh, did, he had a special name for it, but I can't remember. He actually summited Mount Rainier, Mount Adams, and Mount Hood, the fastest known times to do all three 19 and a half hours back to back to back. Wow. Really cool stuff. He's going to tell us about his adventures. He's been doing a lot of a lot of cool stuff. He's also going to be talking to us about what's going on out there at the Bonanza Schools. So, guys, on behalf of my guest, Ron, I'm Brian Gailey. We'll see you around the basin. Have a good night.